Welcome to the Intentional Coach Podcast, where we bring you the heart and soul in sports. With your hosts, Brad Perry and Tanner Perry. Now, from the backwoods of East Tennessee, two knuckleheads to help you navigate the field, the mat, the court, and the track. Hey, welcome to the Intentional Coach Podcast. This is Brad Perry, and I'm here with Coach T. Coach T, how are you today? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing good. Feeling good today. Yeah. Uh, nice day here in East Tennessee, so excited about getting this one going. Today, we're talking about knowing your why, your why. So, Coach T, any uh, initial thoughts before we get into this thing? Knowing your why is super important. <laughs> 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 that was wise great. words that was great knowledge right there you just shared <laughs> yeah hey here's what we want to do as you uh, as we kind of dig into this thing a little exercise for this uh episode we want you just to think about follow finish the following sentence i coach because boom right there mm-hmm. now one of the things i did uh about midway through my coaching career probably about 12 years ago, I actually took out a notebook and, and just started uh, finishing that sentence. I coached because uh, I wanted to understand why I was doing what I was doing and not just going through the motions. Uh, and it changed a whole lot of things because then I began to kind of formulate um, not just a plan for the next practice, but a long-term plan. And if you have listened to previous episodes, us talking about being an intentional coach, one of the things you got to know and understand is being an intentional coach is not about tomorrow only. Uh, it's looking at end game. It's looking at purpose. It's looking at what my athletes are becoming as they grow into adulthood. So as we dig into this thing, we just want you to stop for a few minutes and, and just answer that sentence. I coach because – Coach T? Um, I coach because I didn't succeed in the way that I wanted to when I was competing. Um, so it, for me, it's my passion to take those athletes that want to succeed so badly and to help them do that and become a better person in the long run as well. So your why directly correlates to your own personal experience as an athlete. Yes, for sure. And, and I think a lot of, a lot of coaches find themselves either their own experience or their own passions. One of the, one of the main reasons people get into coaching, and I know initially for me, it was just because I loved the sport. Mm-hmm. I, I just wanted to keep being in the middle of the sport. So the only way I could really figure out in my mind how to do that was just to go coach the sport. Right. Um, so my initial why was just I didn't want to be done. I, I wanted to keep competing. I wanted to keep and, – and coaching kind of gave me that outlet. Uh, there's some struggles with that why, though, mm-hmm. uh, that just – uh, number one, coaching and performing, competing yes. are two different things. Two very different things. You know, we've seen a lot of good athletes not be great coaches. And we've also seen a lot of great coaches who weren't great athletes. Great athletes, especially mm-hmm. if you look at minor sports in smaller schools where a lot of times the teacher gets stuck being a coach and he wasn't even right participating in that sport when he was an athlete uh, but some of those guys end up being great coaches yeah uh, because the two are different so a lot of times if that's your only why it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to good be a good 
uh, a good coach or, or a three-dimensional coach or an intentional coach. It just means that you're the guy sitting in the coach's seat. I think for also for like for my experience is those guys that aren't necessarily the best athletes or have the most talent or quick pick it up the quickest – a lot of times they become better coaches and just, this is just me personally because I was one of those guys. They have to meticulously think through all of the little things. They got to work hard. They got to work hard. So like for me, for me, uh, you know, I coach wrestling. Um, if there's a specific move that a kid's struggling with, well, I've probably struggled with it in the same way probably that they have. So I've had to actually work through that myself so it helps me better articulate that to them. Like, okay, here's what you need to do. You need to put this arm here, blah, 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 blah. Because I've already worked through that. So that, that's one thing for me that – and I think, I think when we're as, – as we're talking about your why, I think your why develops. Because, like, right out of high school for me, I, I started helping coach a little bit um, just coming in because, like you, I, like I love the sport. I wanted to keep wrestling. <laughs> you know, I love it. Yeah. Um, and I was, I didn't feel that I was done in high school. And as I've progressed, um, it's become more of, you know, I want to see kids succeed and I want to see kids grow as, as men. Yeah. My, my while actually went through three phases. That first phase was, I just didn't want to be done. Mm -hmm. Uh, that second phase that I went through and there's probably more phases, but three that I just just became obvious to me as I got older. Uh, that second phase is we started seeing some success. Mm -hmm. And I'm, you know, I'll just be honest and open. I like big, shiny plaques. Mm -hmm. And I love to win. Everybody loves to win. And that became almost like a drug of my why was I, I want to I win. I need to win. And I need to dominate. <laughs> and even, I think, Probably even worse or better, according to which which way you look at it, <laughs> is I wanted to be the best coach in the school that I was coaching at, yeah. and then I wanted to be the best school in my conference and in my region and in the state. You know, I wanted I, and it wasn't so much that I wanted to be the best coaches. I wanted to beat everybody else. I wanted to win. Uh, I just wanted to be the best, and the struggle with that is there's always going to be somebody out there that's better. Yes. There's, there's always going to be somebody that uh, is going to, going to kind of outwork you out technique you out plan you. I mean, that, that, that happens to the best coaches. I think also, I think also you need to know that and be able to accept that and grow from that. So, like, a as a competitor, just 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 from that at from that angle, like you need to be able to look at the best in the world and get beat and fail and be okay with that because know that it's going to move you forward and your team forward and approach it approach it strategically. You know, don't just oh we lost, so it's automatically going to equal growth. It doesn't work like that. Like you yeah. have to approach that failure strategically and use it to you know pick out you know what did, what did we do wrong what do we could we do better if and it's the same way if you if you have a kid we're looking at the opposite at the uh you know spiritual aspect if you have a kid that messed up you know some people look at that as a failure as a coach 
for them. I do just because I'm young. <laughs> and I automatically see somebody mess up. I'm like, oh, dang. I sh- what did I not say? I got to fix that. I gotta yeah, fix that. I got to fix it. I got to fix it now. Um, but look at that, those mess ups and say, okay, now did I, there, is there something that I could have said differently to make them see that? If not, then move on from it and learn yeah, something I, else. Win it, it. Everybody likes to win. Winning is not a, it's not necessarily a bad why, but if it's your only why, then, yes. th- then you're going to struggle. I mean, th- we're going to do an episode on the importance of winning. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, that's on our list is, is because, I mean, having success is very important to being an intentional coach, uh, but it's defining your success. But if that's your only why, I, that's, that's the thing that drives me. That's my passion. I want to coach because I want to win then it also be- can become a negative because there's going to be times when you don't. Babe Ruth struck out a lot. Mm-hmm. Yes. He struck out a lot. You know, as a basketball coach, Phil Jackson lost some games. Michael Jordan missed many game-winning shots. Many shots. I don't so, know the numbers. But. You know, if that's your only why, now being the best version of you, I think, you know, reaching, we say, maximum potential, you know, those – but if but if winning is your only why – Mm-hmm. then it, it's like a drug that you can never get enough of. And that, that's kind of what I experienced yeah. when that was my why. It was like I couldn't get enough plaques. I couldn't get enough trophies. My boys couldn't win enough medals. And it, and it became almost like a burden I was carrying instead of the joy of being a coach. Now, the third phase came along, you know, uh, as an older coach and more experienced coach, and it was seeing um, – the impact and the influence that I could have not just on a kid's high school career as an athlete and a student, uh, but also long, long-term. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's where this understanding your why and being an intentional coach kind of partners and comes together is, is now, yeah, I'm coaching because I love the sport. Yes. I'm coaching because I love to win. I don't want to lose. Mm-hmm. I, I try to put out the best athlete I can. Uh, and compete as hard as we can, but also that why is I want to I want to leave a legacy in in a kid's life, not for me, but for that young man or young lady, that they become a better person because I coached them. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I heard uh, one parent say they were talking about uh, their their it was it was a young man playing for a coach, and and they said I know he might not be a better player because this man was his coach, but he'll be a better man. Mm-hmm. That's an intentional coach who knows his why. Yeah. You know, that as that young man, as that young athlete goes on through life and he gets married and has kids and starts to raise a family and goes and gets a job and does those things that all of us eventually are going to have to do and step away from, you know, the sport that we love or step back from it anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're a better person because that coach understood his why. That coach was intentional. That coach poured into the life of the athlete, not just the next game. That's really understanding that why. So, like, what what would you say makes a positive why? Like, what, what would be some attributes of a deep-seated, you know, why? I think first got to go back to that initial – sentence that we said when we started the episode of you you need to intentionally recognize your why Mm -hmm. it's not going to happen by accident 
It's not just going to, you know, your why doesn't happen by accident. It's not just going to be, oh, it's going to be great. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, think about it. We said, we've said this before. Oh, yeah. How many times have you heard, I had an accident, and whatever the accident was was a good thing? Not very often. You know, at my house. You know, Unless you already in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, at my house, when I heard, hey, I had, so, I had an accident. Something got broke. Somebody pooped themselves. Or somebody froed up. Or somebody froed up. <laughs> yeah. Or when they got older, somebody had wrecked a car. Yeah. Um, or broke a bone. Yeah. Or, you know, it, it was never, oh, I had an accident, and it was a good thing. So when we talk about understanding your why, your why can't be accidental. You know, so really, I, I don't say this because I did it, but it worked for me. And if it worked for me, it might work for you, too. Of just sit down with a notebook, you know, just a small notebook you can stick in your back pocket or something and just start articulating some of those whys and writing them down and thinking through them in your morning routine. Yes. You know, understanding your why. So I think what makes a good why, number one, is being intentional about it. Uh, and number two, the best laid plans fail if you don't carry them out. So as you begin to intentionally articulate your why, what's your plan to actually reach it? You know, if my if my why is to put out state champion wrestlers, then I got to do what it takes in practice to put out state champion wrestlers. I got to mm-hmm. do during the off season what it takes. I got to make sure that our technique is good, the moves are right, the the physical fitness is right, the mentality is right, the attitude is right. I can't just let that happen by accident. I was no. intentional on getting my why. I got to be intentional on accomplishing my why. And then I, I would say the third thing that makes a why a good, a, a good passion and a good it is understanding, like we said in the episode when we talked about what is an intentional coach, understanding your why needs to be long-term. You know, a coach has so much influence on the life of the athletes. And that influence doesn't end when the athlete is out of, out of school or, or off the field or off the court. Understanding that our influence as coaches uh, in most cases is lifetime, good or bad. And articulating that why, being intentional about understanding that why and following through on it, it needs to be a long-term why. I want to impact the next generation. You know, if I have a wrestler and his name is Joe, and, and it's not just, hey, I want Joe to win the conference. I want Joe to win the state. I want Joe's kids to say, I'm glad my daddy wrestled for Coach Perry mm-hmm. because Joe's a different person because he wrestled for Coach Perry. Do we succeed? Occasionally. Do we fail? Yes. <laughs> yes, we don't always reach it. But if we don't aim at it, we can't hit it. You know, the target that we don't aim at will never hit. Now, I tell basketball players when we train them all the time, you know what shots you're going to miss? The ones you don't take. You don't score for not taking shots. You got to shoot, you know, same thing with baseball. You're not going to hit the ball you don't swing at. You got to shoot your shot. You got to swing your bat. You know, you got you got to go, you know. And, and it's no different with our why. If we don't know it, it, very few things happen good by accident. Right. You know, so we got to articulate it. We got to plan for it. We got to follow through on the plan. It needs to be long term. So that's kind of the things I look at for a good why. What is my what is my passion? Why do I coach? What is going to be the end of this? What, what's my end goal? Where are my athletes going to be twenty years from now? 
there's wherein lies my why. And I think it goes back to kind of what you were saying before. If if winning is your only why, uh, I don't think that's enough. I, I it needs. I think for me, it needs to be a kind of a something that you have a connection with. So like, like for me, I fight. Right, I, I compete in MMA. I'm still an athlete. Uh, my why for fighting is is not necessarily because I want to win. That's kind of a of I hope a uh, byproduct of of what the work I'm putting in. Icing on the cake. Icing on the cake, right? Belts are always great, but that's not the only goal. Uh, I I have I, I never want to be in a situation where I can't protect the people I love and my family. Right. It might be very selfish and like I don't know. I don't know if that's a good why. It's not or bad selfish why. <laughs> if you're thinking about somebody else. I guess that's true. It's completely selfless. But uh, I, I mean, I always want to be the baddest man in the room because I want to be able to protect the ones I love. I mean, that's but that's a deep seated like I, I have a fear of that. <laughs> well, and most of our whys, if we're honest, they're going to be deep seated. They're yeah. not going to be surface because here's the struggle with knowing your why and following through on it. If it's surface, then there's going to be external pressures that are going to change it. Here's here's a good example as a coach, especially a high school coach. You know, I, I couldn't I couldn't count how many times I've seen a parent come over to a coach and have that conversation after the game of why his kid didn't get more playing time or why his kid didn't get the ball or why his kid didn't that play wasn't run to his kid. You know, if you don't if your why is not deep seated, then those external pressures. Are, are all of a sudden they're going to force some of your why to accidentally just shift mm-hmm. without you even knowing it. Here, I, I have a personal example of that. I, I interviewed for a coaching job early on in my coaching career, and part of that interview, this team was very successful. They had won conference championships, I think, nine years in a row. And in the interview process, the athletic director said, can you win a conference championship? And me being arrogant and egotistical, because I can be, I said, sure. Yeah, I can. Yeah. Yeah, I can do that. And he just looked at me very bluntly, very plainly. And he said, well, if you don't, then we won't need you anymore. We'll find somebody who can. So all of a sudden, my why shifted to I got to win. And it was an external why instead of an internal why. So we want to make sure that that that, that it's it's, it's self generated and mm-hmm. self-motivated and it's deep-seated and not just that surface external why a lot of guys end up and, and ladies end up coaching because they love the sport and coaching's hard you got to love the sport a whole lot to go because you know in a lot of areas coaches don't get paid a lot of money yeah. and there's a lot of coaches who do it for free so it can't just be for the job. You you won't be an intentional coach if you're just doing it so you got a job. You know, it, it's there's got to be a deeper, a deeper set of of reasons and a deeper purpose uh, as to why we do what we do. We're going to influence kids for generations. Um, I'm now in a stage where I'm coaching the kids of athletes that I coached. And I have those grandbaby athletes coming in now. 
you know, and and that's what you want. I want my kid to play for coach such and such because he was that kind of coach. He changed my life. He made a difference. I'm a better person. I'm a better husband, wife. I'm a better parent because I coach. That's the why we want to see because that why really impacts a person. For the long term. For the long term. Mm -hmm. And if you, you – I can't change the world. And you'll hear us say this a lot. I can't change. I'm just a normal dude. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty good looking. But mm, all in all, debatable. I'm just a normal dude doing what he does, doing what I feel God's led me to do and is telling me to do. But the reality of if I can change one person's world, then I can change the world. I can't change the whole thing. My goal is to change it one or two people at a time. Mm -hmm. And when you know your why, you're on the right path to do that. Got anything else, Coach T? Can't think of anything. All right, so here's what we want to do. Get you a notebook. Write it down. I, I coach because, boom. And then is that an internal why or an external why? Once you nail that thing down, yeah, get it into a simple sentence uh, and then start actually writing down a plan that you can incorporate into your practice, you can incorporate into your off-season, you can incorporate into your pregame speeches of, hey, is this long-term, is this internal, is this going to make a difference? And then actually follow through on your plan. Be intentional. Know your why, follow through on it, make a difference, change an athlete's life, change an athlete's world, and in doing so, join the movement, change the yeah. world. That's exciting stuff right there. Yes, it is. That's exciting stuff. Don't settle for mediocrity. We're glad you joined us in this episode. Uh, we'll be coming back uh, each week with a new episode. Um, and we hope that uh, we're helpful. Uh, we hope you enjoy uh, what we're offering. And we hope that uh, you know and love Jesus because we do, and that's what we're about. Hey, we hope you have a great day from Coach T and Coach Perry. Uh, we will see you here next time. Thank you for listening to the Intentional Coach Podcast the place you can come every week to find your heart and soul in sports.